0: Do you have days where sometimes you just waste too much time firefighting? If you do, you're not alone. A lot of managers have this problem. But putting out fires stops you in your tracks. It sucks up your time and your energy, and it can destroy the plans you've made for the day. It often means you're giving too much credence to lesser issues. You don't prioritise properly, and your productivity starts to suffer. And when you become aware of all this happening, it's really demotivating. Maybe this sounds familiar, then keep listening and I'll let you know how you can put out those fires, get some control back, so you can spend your time on what really matters. So let's get started. Are you providing the leadership in your practice? Maybe you found out what a complicated and difficult role this can be. I'm Gary Hughes and this is the Leadership in Practice podcast, where I'll be helping you manage some of the challenges all leaders face. I'll be giving you ideas and tools and helping you understand how you can be a better leader of your practice. There are far too many days when I get to the end of the day and I just think I haven't done anything. But yet I've been really, really busy. What I actually mean is I haven't done anything important and instead all I've been doing is solving problems. And I should imagine this is a common situation for most practice managers, indeed most managers. As a practice manager, you're managing and leading the whole practice. So you're in charge of some really big stuff that you need to be doing to keep the practice moving forward. You need to be doing the important things like strategy, making plans and making those plans happen. You need to be measuring and monitoring what's going on in the practice and making sure that there's changes to improve things. But how often do you stop doing these? Whether it's my printer's not working or or we're having problems with this computer which is often code for user error or someone's password needs a reset or a patient that doesn't know how to use online services. I know for me every week I have a plan of the big stuff that I need to do. And every day I have a list of what I want to achieve. But quite often that day gets disrupted and it reduces what I should achieve. And far too many get wrecked completely. And they're wrecked by firefighting these small problems that continually repeat. But they shouldn't come to the practice manager. And altogether when they do they have a really negative impact on you, the practice, the staff and the patients. And yet, although they're small problems, it's quite common for practice managers not to address them. It can often be that altogether it just feels too big an issue or there's just not enough time to deal with it. But the way to actually deal with this is to start addressing these issues in a simple, structured way. And the first part of this is when somebody comes to you with a problem, with something that they're asking you to firefight, is to stop. Don't jump straight away and say, Yeah, I'll do that for you. Actually, stop and ask yourself, how important actually is this? You're going to triage the problem. You need to be thinking, does this need to be done by me? You know, is there somebody else that could do this for you? Does it need to be done now? Maybe you are the person that needs to do it, but do you need to actually drop everything, disrupt your day and do it now? Or can you do it at another time? And also think, does it need to be done at all? Maybe you're being asked to do something that actually it can just be left. So the first thing is when you're asked to fight a fire, don't jump straight away, but stop and just triage that issue and ask those questions. It might be that someone says, I've forgotten my password. Instead of jumping up and resetting it, tell them to use the forgotten password link or to see somebody else who can reset that password for them. Or maybe they're coming to you and saying, I can't remember how to do that particular search that you showed me to do. Do you need to do it now? Or maybe you can say, "Okay, well, I'll show you that tomorrow. Does it need to be done now is the question. The second thing you need to do if you're being asked to perform some firefighting is to actually find out the cause. You know, why is it happening? There's no good putting a temporary solution on something, just applying a bit of sticky plaster. That happens all too often. And it just means that the problem's going to come back on another day and you're going to be firefighting again. So you need to get to the root cause of why is it happening? Is it a lack of training or maybe there's some faulty equipment or maybe something's been poorly communicated? But whatever it is, it's far better to apply the fix than just go firefighting. And even if you can't apply that fix now, even if it takes more time than you've got, just make a note to go and do it at the earliest opportunity. Otherwise, it'll come back and you'll be firefighting again. And quite often, these things can be simple solutions, So the second part is get to the bottom of it. Find what the real cause of this firefighting issue is and make sure you fix it. Apply a permanent fix. Now, the third important part of all of this is to make sure that you delegate the fix. It won't help you if you're going around fixing everything so you don't have to firefight. In the long run, it might be great. You might stop the problems. But in the short term, you're going to have an awful lot of time spent fixing issues. So delegate the fix. Rather than thanking staff for dealing with fires, it's far better to reward them for fixing the real issues. Try and create a situation and encourage a culture where actually people are told they've got to find the solution to fix it permanently rather than just a bit of firefighting. To help you do this, it's a good idea to identify the people in the team who've got the skills and knowledge to do some of this, and make sure you empower them and task them to apply permanent solutions. You want to make it clear that your expectation is there's not going to be any firefighting. And it's important to do this to be able to concentrate on the big important stuff and not for you and everybody else to spend their days on solving little issues. And you need to make it clear on who they go to. If you can create a team of people to actually solve all of these problems, then make sure everybody knows who they go to. And there are some easy ways you can do this. I know of some practices who've had a duty manager each day who is the person the, the team go to that day for any issues. You can also give the line managers and the key people in the practice the authority to actually make the decisions that are needed to solve the problems. And another important thing to do is to actually encourage individuals to take ownership of their own problems. For simple things like unjamming the printer or replacing a toner cartridge, individuals can take ownership of their own equipment and their own room. So it's important not to take responsibility yourself for applying all the fixes, but delegate this to other people as well. The last part of the solution to address your firefighting is to make this a practice-wide response. You don't want to spend all of your time dealing with this and managing this. It might help in the long run, but you want to get others to do it. So why not take a practice position on firefighting to say, we ban firefighting and instead will always look and apply the permanent solutions. Make sure that individuals know they have a responsibility for this and how important it is. It could be something you always ask in meetings, like right, what fires have we put out this week and what fix are we applying? If you find that a fix hasn't been applied, then that can be an action you take. So there is a continual process for addressing those fires and making sure that the issues are fixed. So if there's too much firefighting in your practice, or you're doing too much firefighting yourself because everything's coming to you, you really can address it. The first part of this is when you're asked it's to stop, don't jump immediately, and instead just triage that issue. Just think, does it have to be me? Does it have to be now? Does it actually need to be done at all? And you then need to find the cause, not just a temporary fix, but find the root cause and fix it. And don't take all of these fixes on yourself. Make sure you're involving others and delegating these fixes to other people. And in doing all of this, make sure it's a practice-wide thing. Make sure it's part of your culture where you ban firefighting and instead apply the fixes. So if you want to give this a try, just look out for the next time that you're asked to solve a small problem and that's going to take you away from the important things you're doing. And when that happens, the first thing is to just stop, don't jump immediately and just triage the issue. Just ask yourself if it needs to be done by me or done now or done at all. And instead of just firefighting the issue and applying a temporary fix, make sure you find out what the root cause is and fix the problem properly. Thank you for listening to this Leadership in Practice podcast. You can find even more ideas and tools to help you improve your leadership in my book, Leadership in Practice, and my blogs posted on LinkedIn. If you'd like help with a leadership challenge, contact me at gary at leadershipinpractice.co.uk. Connect with me on LinkedIn or head on over to www.leadershipinpractice.co.uk. It'll be great to connect with you if you want to be a regular listener to the show the easiest way is to subscribe on itunes